I'm delighted to have join us today, Justin Day, who's the CEO and co-founder of Cloud Gateway, which is our 2018 Cloud Trailblazer winner. And welcome to Founders on Fire, Justin. Hello, Rose. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, it's a pleasure to have you joining us. Um, obviously, it's been a little while since you guys won the accolade, and I know it was relatively fresh into your journey with Cloud Gateway. I think you were only about 18 months old when you won. Um, could you give us a, a brief description of Cloud Gateway and what your focus actually is? Yeah, so... Cloud Gateway is a hybrid cloud connectivity platform. Uh, essentially, it's uh, it's co-founded by myself and Neil Briscoe. We come from a, a network and network security background, and we we wanted to create this this secure connectivity hub, um, which isn't anything new in its own right, but it's about how we go about what we do that we really wanted to kind of change the the face of of uh, of that part of telecoms um and i think what the most important thing to us was was about how much we could leverage cloud uh now cloud isn't typically uh, synonymous with comms directly um and what we've been able to do is is build uh, networks in software uh build them as as overlays um and it allows us to uh to be able to spin up uh, very, very quickly, something not synonymous with comms, um, and to uh, and to dial up how big that platform is very, very quickly as well. Um, and you know, for us, that was always what the goal was. It was to try and reduce uh, the things that were synonymous with with comms and secure comms and take them away. So basically, you know, time, incumbent contracts, concerns around um, how quick you can scale, and 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 give that. That capability out there to uh, to everyone and anyone that needs it. Great. So you're giving it a, a, a degree of speed and agility, which really just wasn't there previously. Absolutely, yeah. Fantastic. And obviously, things have progressed. You've gone from sort of an eighteen months old startup to now being sort of three, four years down the track. What are you seeing that's evolving within your business and within your client base? over that period yeah i think from from what we're seeing uh, evolving in our own business it's it's about making sure that we've we've stayed true to the the early ethos uh that we started with which is uh listen learn and adapt um the the world of of it across the board is is changing so fast um we have to make sure that we we're not just keeping up we're staying ahead you know if you're going to be uh, an innovator and you're, you're going to be disruptive uh, you, you need to make sure that you're ahead of the curve and and the reality is that the planning is is great but sometimes you have to have a huge space in that plan for change um for things that you haven't foreseen uh we've we've seen a lot of change um in the last couple of years we've seen a much larger uptake of of the public cloud providers particularly the big well i'd say the big two so microsoft azure and amazon web services um We've seen digital transformations start to complete, which I think has had a, a big knock-on effect to how we operate as a business. Because digital transformations, a lot of a lot of companies, big companies and small companies, have been uh, engaged in those, and and, and with diff differing degrees of success. I think uh, a lot of digital transformations have been based more around just putting your stuff in the cloud 
uh, rather than really transforming it and, and leveraging the, the ecosystems that are available to you. Um, and now that second phase is uh, is looking at how they can uh, how these companies can improve on what they're doing, or possibly even move some of their workloads between clouds. And so for us, that's uh, you know that's where we really help come into our own. We've helped uh, the movement of of this traffic and the movement of this data, uh, keeping it secure from uh, whilst it's moving, whilst it's migrating, but also what whilst it continues to be consumed. Uh, but now we can do that cross cloud. Um, and and, as, and like I say, it's you've got all these different companies moving at different paces um, and and doing different things. Uh, and, and whilst there's similarities between companies from say different sectors, there's then sector specifics that that can uh, change how you you view what you do uh, and have ultimately a, a knock on effect. Uh, sorry, knock on effect to to how you approach your own business. So it's um yeah, it's just constant change, and and you have to accept. I think now, which is is wonderful if you embrace the challenge that that there's no longer an end an end goal. You know, pro- projects and, and programs. Everyone loves to term agile, of course. There, there's no concept of an end anymore. Um, everything is just mm-hmm. in a continual movement phase. So it's a it's been a big cultural shift, um, and it's been as uh, as exciting as it has daunting. So it's not just about the technology; it's about the people and the processes where that's where the true transformation is is taking place from what you're seeing. I gather. I, I think so. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things that is talked about. Uh, I don't know if it's talked about maybe as much as it should be. Uh, is the cultural shift is is bigger than the technical shift? Um, you know, people people in any field like to to kind of um, use smoke and mirrors to to sort of show what they're doing and how they're doing it, and there's new buzzwords and all of that good stuff. But you know, the 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 concept of making more with less, doing more with less, and, and virtualization of services has, has been going on for many, many years. Um, mm. and, and in reality, that's you know the, the underpinning uh, concept of, of cloud and what all technologies are trying to move towards. There's nothing particularly new there. How it's being done, sure, lots of things changing uh, on, a, on a daily basis, um, but it is that cultural shift. You know, I, I think you said how 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 it affects us as a company, as a, as a startup. I think one of the big, big cultural shifts is is uh, uh, a risk appetite from larger companies in SMEs. Uh, you know, historically, particularly in the comms uh, industry, uh, the, the uh, there's a lot more sort of a safety net taking a, a big contract, whether whether you wanted it or not, you kind of accept a couple of penalties by by taking a big contract with a big SI because they're you know a big name and they're underpinned by lots of stocks and shares and they're a FTSE 100 company and I, you know I, I think that has changed in so much as that we you know we work with some some big companies who who, who treat us the same way or certainly treat me and, and and the guys the same way as they did when I was part of those bigger companies and and that that shift uh has been more seismic I think than than technology performance <laughs> Well, that's, that's very interesting insight. So you've been on this startup journey with your, your co-founder, Neil Briscoe, for about three, three and a half years now. That's right, yeah. What would you say um, have been particular challenges that you guys have faced or you personally have faced? I I think it's a lot of them are, are personal challenges, are about knowing when to change and when to let 
go. I mean, my, I know myself and Neil are both two people that like to be in, in control. Um, we're very lucky. We've known each other for a long time. We work very well mm. together. But in our respective areas, I think it's about learning when to uh, allow others in to, to, to kind of, you know, pass, pass the baby over. So I know Neil in particular, um, you know, he was responsible really for the, for the, the great technical concept and, and core and heart of what we've got uh, and and he knew that he needed help from from software engineers from from other technical areas and and that's been a big a big change um mm. i think for me um it's coming to grips with areas of business that are new to me uh and accepting that i'm up to the challenge and that i'm comfortable with that you know mm. nobody nobody starts as a as a ceo ever you know someone someone has a day one in that role uh and you you're learning things that you're not traditionally used to you know i come from a, a tech background um all of a sudden i find myself a few years later uh finding more interest in profit and loss and accounts and sales and marketing and 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 actually i i love that and and that has been a challenge as well because you have to step outside of your comfort zone and i think that's that's probably the same there for, for me and Neil. Neil's Neil's comfortable when he's you know he's in control of that tech. He starts working with with a team. Um, for me, I'm used to something historically that I'm now no longer used to, and and you know it's it's a bit more of a distant memory now. And it, it is a it is a challenge. It's a personal challenge, but it's it's one that you you quickly embrace um, because the, the the journey is definitely worth it. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been exciting, and I would given the given the chance, I would do it all over again as well. Cool. Well, you know, <laughs> challenges are there. So it sounds as though there are also some things that you're particularly proud of from from that journey so far as well. What would they be? Yeah, I I like to 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 think of of. Uh, one one particular thing that's important to to me and Neil and how we created the company and and culminated uh, in 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 a recognition for this as well, which I think is great, is we have a very strong belief in how we grow a culture and how we grow a team, um, and and how we how we put that all together. What our what our company looks like, the type of person that is part of what we do, um, and we're not scared at all to take the right people who in some instances have, have absolutely no experience whatsoever in the job we're taking them into. Um, now, I know you can't always do that, but we've had plenty of opportunities where we have been able to do that, where we've taken known quantities, really good people, great work ethic, great attitude, just good people, and, and taken them in and said, right, we know this is going to be a learning curve. We'll work with you. You knuckle down. Let's see what we can do. Um, and I think where that really, really was our, probably our proudest moment was when uh, our employee number one uh, was recognised uh, last year at the UK Cloud Awards for best cloud newcomer. Uh, and this is mm. this is this is a guy who a couple of years before that had come from a small town background, working in print and publishing. It had nothing to do with the field of IT. Uh, you know, cloud to him was the white fluffy thing in the sky. He had absolutely nothing to pin his name against, but we we knew exactly what we what we were going to get, and that's that's the kind of person we want. And that that's that is that makes you proud because you 
when you set out with with a you know a set of uh, values like that, they don't always necessarily work. Um, so to see them be successful, and they've been successful in so many other areas of our of our business as well, um, yeah, it's something we're very proud of. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I know it's something that you've done um, quite a lot of, um, which I think was something around the time um, and when Neil was actually recognised as a, a runner-up in the male trailblazers in the same year as well. You'd also done a lot of work, I think, with AWS around recruiting ex-service people as well. So mm-hmm. definitely very commendable that you're taking that that very creative approach and open approach to the the skills gap that we're not just hearing about, but obviously you guys live with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Cool. So beyond that, is there anything else that you're particularly proud of within what you've achieved so far? Yeah, I think I've I've always I've always been someone that takes um, a six-month waypoint. And what I mean by that is I, you know, let's say for the sake of keeping it on a calendar basis, every kind of June, July or December, January, just, just stopping for a second and just looking back at, uh, at where, where we were, what we were doing, what our thought process was, what we had achieved, all of those things, and just seeing what that gap was, where we stood the six months prior and what we've then achieved. And I think I, I can't, I can't have possibly believed or imagined we'd be in the the position that we're in right now um you know it's one thing knowing that you've got a product and a platform that works it's it's a whole other thing to completely improve it perfect it grow it grow a company around it change the livelihoods of people whilst whilst having an amazing time doing that um and i think you know it's it's lovely to be recognized, uh, be that through an award, which is, uh, you know, a, a wonderful achievement or, or be that working with, with some of the, the, the big companies that you, you, you look up to. Um, so we, we have spent, um, in fact, very recently, this last couple of weeks in particular, a lot of time with Microsoft and, and Amazon, um, who, who invest a lot of time in us because of what we do and how we do it and you know when you've got two of the biggest companies on the planet if not the two biggest companies on the planet um you know giving you that attention and, and giving you that kind of praise as well we've had some some wonderful notes sent to us yeah that that kind of it, it makes it it makes it really really worthwhile it, it really you know it makes you feel that you are making a massive difference Brilliant. I mean, you've kind of touched upon it, and the reason that you're here is being a winner in the Tech Trailblaze is what well, words of encouragement would you give to other organisations, other startups who are weighing up whether to jump into an award? Um, and you've had a recognition not just in, in, in the Tech Trailblazers, but in others as well, where you guys have been recognised. What would you say on people on jumping into stuff like this? So... Uh- what I'd say to those guys is is be bold. Um, don't don't do the the self judging of anything yourself. Don't think oh that company's a bigger name or oh we couldn't do that or we can't do this. Be bold. If if you think that you know you've done something, it's positive. Um, you think that that absolutely you'd like to 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 go and show the world. 
uh, if you haven't already, absolutely go forward and do that. Um, and also, depending on what sort of category that you would be entering, um, for me, it's about the recognition of potentially uh, individuals in your company. Um, it doesn't always need to be that you win a category. I think you can um, really show a lot of recognition to to people who've who've really gone above and beyond, and, and you know been a, a real great part of your journey by just showing that you've invested the time in in nominating them, in in, in showing that you think that they've done uh, an amazing job. Uh, and and so that's that's what I'd say. I'd say absolutely do it. Remember that uh, you know winning doesn't necessarily take away from what you can achieve by being a part of it. And and certainly don't self judge. Don't don't judge yourself out uh, before you before you go ahead and enter. That's what I'd say. Cool. And I know that you've also been a judge. So you've you've won accolades and you've also been on the other side of the fence having to make the decision and weighing up relative entry so this is a particularly good question with that hat on um what would be your tips to give organizations to help them when entering yeah yeah i i have um and i think my one key tip is if if you're going to enter do do consider the effort that you're putting into the entry. That's that's all I would really say is um from from my experience, um th- there were there were some that were too much of a of what I would call an afterthought. It it, it was, you know, putting a name down and, and just sort of throwing it in the hat. That that's that's not not really good enough. It it just, you know, it doesn't show enough respect for probably the the the, the awards and all author who who's entering be it an individual or, or a company so do put in the effort don't don't worry about trying to make it a, an absolute masterpiece you know be succinct with with what it is and, and why and and be honest don't don't second guess what you think that we'd want to see um say what you've done why you've done it why it means a lot to you um you know put some sincerity around it and uh and i think you'll go far and i and i think that say having been a judge I'm the kind of person that couldn't care less whether the company is a FTSE 100 company or a startup. It, it, I'm judging that entry based on on those those kind of things. So that's, I do think that's really important. Brilliant. Um, and obviously, we need to to sort of think about advice to startup companies. And I know there's been a lot of advice now, and we haven't talked about the bigger picture here because I don't think either of us are experts on what's actually going on in the world at the moment. Um, But obviously, one of the questions we normally ask is how to survive in the current economic climate. Now, the current economic climate is perhaps for many, uh, as well as in other ways, outside of business, very, very challenging at the moment. What advice are you, you know, you taking on board or giving to yourselves around what's going on at the moment and how to get through it and hopefully not just survive but thrive through that yeah i mean that's the the magic question isn't it i i everyone's going to be in a different position um Mm. so so there's no one answer kind of fits all i think for a startup you're going to find yourself in a position where you almost certainly have have or have had some seed capital at some point. Um, 
ultimately cash is king. Uh, you, you need to keep your eyes on that. I think you have you're going to have to uh, make some fairly uh, brutal decisions, which doesn't necessarily mean um, you know, having to to move people about per se. But I think you, you have to think for the the business and the long term future of the business, which ultimately then means the people inside it as well. You're looking to protect them. Um, this is a this is a this is going to be a long haul. Um, whilst I'm no expert on epidemics, I, I'm I, I would say from what I've seen so far that you know the financial ripple, the the commercial ripple that that will 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 go for a little while yet. You know we could be talking about years rather than months. So it's about preparing yourself as best for that um, by making decisions now because because the reality is otherwise you, you know you you will struggle to get through it. Um, I think also depending on what your business does, if you have the time, is is try and at the moment it's a bit of second guessing, but try and plan for what the world on the other side is going to be. Because uh, without without trying to get too deep into a sort of philosophy, I think people's approach to all walks of life is going to be quite different. Um, mm. And if you if you look at it from a, a professional and a business point of view. Um, the way people consume is going to be very, very different. Um, so your your business can most businesses can change uh, to to positively reflect that. Um, so that that's what I'd say is have have those thoughts. And I and I do appreciate it's very difficult uh, for some businesses, um, but that that's that's what I what I'd say make make the brutal decisions now to keep it going forward and 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 try and forward plan for coming out the other. The other side absolutely sounds like very very good advice there and well i think to wrap up i don't know if there's anything else that you would like to say justin that perhaps you, you feel you'd have liked to have shared at the moment i i would probably just say that on that note i i good luck to everybody and i hope everybody's taking the the government's advice to stay safe uh and and genuinely god bless the nhs that's uh i have nothing further to add mm, well that's not about not bad um sign off on that <laughs> and on that note i wish you and your yours both personally and professionally the team um around the uk all the very best and as you say to you and all the listeners to the founders on fire stay safe we'll speak to you soon thank you justin thank you